1: welcome to food news i'm juliette Littman. and i'm james jacoby let's put 30 minutes on the clock jacoby. 30 minutes where are you we are not in- I-, I thought we'd be reunited today but we are not where are you
0: i am on a cruise i'm on a disney cruise we just left the disney private island castaway k and i have some personal cruise food news for later
1: I cannot wait to get there. I, I, I'll leave some extra time. But in the meantime, let's hit the stories. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Back across the pond. I just want to say in England, they really provide a lot of food news. So I'm very grateful to them.
0: And they don't write these little like 400 word blog posts. No. Like I keep scrolling down and keep scrolling down and keep scrolling down. I'm like When is this going to end?
1: It's like, does they get do they get paid per word for this stuff? I mean, they must, I, I, I
0: they absolutely question. must, because how about you set up the story before I take?
1: Okay, well, there's this woman. Her name is Sophie. Sophie had a 3D printed vegan steak that cost thirty six fifty, and she liked it, but she didn't like the sauce that came on it. Uh, it's from an Israeli tech company where they are doing this 3D printing. It's called Redefine. Um, And it was supposed to be a flank steak. Jacoby, what do you think?
0: I have a lot of takes. Number one, flank steaks, skirt steaks, they get a bad name in the steak community in general. I feel like people look at those as low-end chewy steaks, but they are. But if you cook them correctly, they can be excellent steaks.
1: Yeah, they're good for grilling. And just because they're an accessible steak doesn't mean they're a shitty steak. I mean, what are we, all steak snobs all of a sudden? Like, open your heart to the flank
0: Exactly. My heart is way open to the flank and also is the sauce is important to the flank steak as well. If you're having a more expensive cut of steak, then you don't need that much accoutrement in terms of flavor. However, if I'm having a skirt or a flank steak, I like it to have a sauced situation.
1: Mm. She made a really interesting point. She said in terms of flavor... I'm left with beef notes long after I've swallowed, whereas lab-manufactured products often leave unrecognizable aftertastes. I thought this was a really interesting point that I hadn't really thought about, but next time I have an Impossible Burger, I will. The other thing is, a lot of these plant-based meats don't actually taste like the meat. It's like a new flavor that like I'm willing to accept. It's similar to like how grape flavoring doesn't taste like grapes. Like That's fine. It's just it's grape flavor. It's not grapes. But I'm intrigued by this because does it doesn't really taste like a flank steak, I'm actually interested in knowing based on her writing. So really shout out to Sophie.
0: Good point by you, because I noticed that sentence as well. And my thinking is, do I want or need that meat flavor aftertaste? What I don't want is the odd flavor aftertaste. However, and I've said this before, I am a veggie burger over impossible burger person.
1: It really depends for me. I don't know. I, I'm really? interested in trying this. The 3D aspect of it is interesting to me. The 3D printing, excuse me. Of course, it's 3D. It's food. You're eating it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one thing that um, another observation she made that was quite astute was she's like, yeah, the, the thing about flank steaks and, and skirt steaks is the grain. It's sort of a mm. grain you see. It. it's like a, It's like a fields of wheat when you look at it from the side. And she said, this felt too pixelated, felt too digital. That turned me completely off. <laughs>
1: Just weird words to be using with steak. Um, The thing that I actually really don't understand about these alternative meats is like, why does it have to look and feel like meat? Like, it's just kind of marketing. Like, it's just a different kind of like protein. Can't you just say like, wow, this is a 3D printed protein, so healthy. Like, I don't understand why it needs to mimic a flank steak.
0: That's a great point as well. And she also mentioned a lot of time in the article was the um, reference to a quote, bloody burger. Yeah. I was like, wait, what are we doing now? What is a bloody... Did you understand what a bloody burger was?
1: I thought that might have been an impossible burger because when those first came out, like part of it was like it bleeds like a burger. So I thought that's maybe what she meant.
0: I don't need that aspect of my fake meat. I don't need my fake meat to bleed like a person. I'm good.
1: All right, let's move on. Next story comes to the front, comes to us from the Washington Post. I saw this on Twitter and I was upset because honesty. Is being discontinued by Coca Cola, and it was purchased by Coca Cola in 2011. And they said in a statement that it was focusing on Gold Peak and Peace Tea, two of their other P- of their other other two other tea products similar to the Choco Taco, in a wider effort to prioritize fewer, bigger brands with the greatest potential for scale and profitable growth. However, they would continue to make the Honest Kid juices that you've likely seen at Starbucks and probably nowhere else. But don't worry they'll still be at Starbucks. I assume. How
0: could you possibly discontinue one of the best names in the tea industry? You and I both love <laughs> mid-cal beverages, right? We love we mid-cal sure cal beverages. This lands right in that 20 to 60 cal area, which I love. And I, I it's love called Honest, honest tea. tea. This it's, is a lot. I is love a Honest and it, Do you know what? But to me, is you said, the two words that really Triggered me a little bit. Choco Taco. <laughs> this is the like the band says goodbye, but we all know we're getting an encore. This is that of food brands.
1: I don't know if I believe this. I, I mean, I I don't know. Sorry. You have been insistent since you heard about it that the Choco Taco would be making a comeback, and it seems like it probably will because of the outcome.
0: Uh-huh. Talk I to me. Know, Talk to me.
1: I don't know that's gonna happen with honesty. I think that honesty's time is over. And I really like Honest Tea, but I just don't know if it can compete with all of the even lower-calorie different kinds of seltzers. Like, I think we've just moved from tea to carbonated beverages, and I'm not sure there's room for this anymore in our world.
0: Let's imagine that you're in, at an Aerosmith concert, okay. and they haven't played Dream On, and they leave the stage and say, Thank you so much, New York City. This has been amazing. We love you. And they walk off stage. This is you basically being like, I don't think they're coming back. I don't think they're coming back. You know what? Maybe that's not going to do. Maybe Dream On's just not in the set list. They're coming back and they're doing Dream On. That is honest tea. If you have a name like honest tea, you're just going to give it up. Julia. Coca Cola should sell
1: the name. But Jacoby, why did you choose Aerosmith? That's the weirdest band you could have mentioned.
0: (laughs) Well, obviously, you've never been on the rock and roller coaster at um, Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida. I'm on a Disney cruise and I'm living a Disney life right now. I've converted to the Disney cult. (laughs)
1: Are you a Disney adult now?
0: Yes. Very much so.
1: Are you going to come back and like devote your at Jacoby Jews Instagram handle to all of the food that you ate at Disney World and all the rides you went on?
0: Yes, I will have uh, Mickey ears and I'll be wearing a matching t-shirt with my family for the rest of my life.
1: Are there any people on the cruise who are just there as adults? No kids? Yes. Like so, other Disney adults is basically that's your new cohort.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are my people. They, I call them my people now, not people.
1: I call them Disney adults. Anyway, I think this is the end of honesty. I I do really feel like the tea moment has changed, and I feel mm. like honesty is just not actually honest enough. I really like it, but it has it's more than like five ingredients, and I feel like people now want their. Healthy stuff to not have that many ingredients in them. Plus, I actually meant to tell you about this last week. I discovered a new seltzer that I'm really into. Oh no, but I think dude, I did tell you. You did
0: tell me last week. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
1: I have really bad short term memory. But Coca Cola <laughs> owns Aha Seltzers, and I feel like it's probably cheaper and easier to make than these Honest Teas that they bought in, in 2011. But Eleven years ago, I mean, that's not that long. Seems like a bad purchase, and I- I'm sure it wasn't cheap.
0: And you mentioned they're going to focus on Gold Peak. And if someone said to me in a meeting, they're like, um, "Guys, should we kill Gold Peak or Honest Tea as a brand?" I'd be like, uh, "Later, Gold Peak." They mean anything. It's like a, oh, we were with, with like the Rockies, like the the tea of the Rockies. Is that what we're doing?
1: Yeah. Um, and I also will just say that when Honest Tea started, they even referenced in the article, it was like a different tea moment. It was the era of Snapple in Arizona. Honest uh. Tea saw a segment of consumers who wanted less sugar in their diets. and were looking for beverages to accommodate that. People want even less sugar. And I just think that Honest Tea is not, is not serving that. So it's a real bummer. I'm going to miss it. I really like Honest Tea. They have it here at the office. So I don't. I hope they replace it with something good.
0: Have you ever opted for sweet tea if unsweetened tea is an option?
1: Um, sweet tea is the opposite of unsweetened tea. It is like so sweet.
0: But when you're giving both those options, have you ever opted for sweet tea?
1: Like from the South, like that kind of sweet tea? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yes, it's delicious. I haven't had it in a long time. I think maybe I had it last at like All Star too Weekend sweet. 2014 in New Orleans or something.
0: Too sweet. Way too sweet.
1: Oh, I love it! I just, but as discussed, my sweet tooth is out of control. So, yeah. what, what can you do?
0: <laughs> when All you right. drink sweet tea, I'm glad you brought up teeth because when I drink sweet tea, I can feel like the glucose, like it, it, it like, it's like an adhesive on your teeth.
1: Like I'm, after I'm done I'm with the tea, I can that.
0: feel it there.
1: I, I'm glad you shared this anecdote, but I did not bring up teeth. So, I, I you, you did bring up me. teeth. You
0: said you have a sweet tooth. So that's a tooth is word.
1: Oh right, sorry. 20 minutes. Sweet tooth is like such a um distinct phrase. I don't even like associate it with like chompers in my mouth, you know? <laughs> chompers. Chompers. All right, moving on. The Mexican pizza, it has a date. It's coming later this month, Jacoby. It's coming like September 15th. They finally told us. And are you ready?
0: No, I'm only ready if there's some sort of like... Production associated with it, maybe involving Dolly Parton. Is there anything? Is there anything like that happening? Could I
1: interest you in a TikTok musical?
0: Yes. Wait, I am <laughs> not ready for the Mexican pizza unless there's an associated TikTok musical with a cameo appearance from Dolly Parton. They're coming out
1: together. Who? Amazing. Is this, is this smart by Taco Bell or is this silly? Like, what do you think? You know, we cover their stunts a lot. Where does this rank for you in the smart to silly scale?
0: This is way on the silly side silly side. Think about the nouns involved.
1: Okay, Dolly Mexican, Parton
0: Mexican Mexican pizza, Dolly Parton and musical. What are we what 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 are we doing? What what meeting created this?
1: <laughs> I don't know, but they just I I do like how they commit to their bits at Taco Bell. It's like pretty pretty impressive. Um I've never had a, a Mexican pizza. So, should we have that for our taste test in the coming coming weeks?
0: Yes, we should. I also have never had a Mexican pizza because there are far superior menu items available to me to fill
1: my belly. I think we should try it, though, find out what it's all about. Although I, I think that the Mech, the Taco Bell closest to us, I've heard it's really gross, so we'll have to seek out a good one. So mm. Field trip. Just throwing it out there. Let's do it. Go to a Taco Bell. All right. Next. Um, This is like basically a press release, but hey, I, I always like to talk about Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart has also joined the alternative meat game, and he's opened a restaurant called Hart House, and it has plant based fast food options. He's trying to make fast food affordable. Or, excuse me, fast food is affordable, fast food healthy and affordable. Vegan, <laughs> yeah,
0: vegan fast food affordable, which is a noble thing. What, what, what do you say his lifestyle is now? Flex, what is it?
1: He's a flexitarian. Flexitarian. Which Sounds like a sexuality, doesn't sound like a like a uh, diet, but whatever. Yes, flexi-sexy,
0: I think, is a sexuality. I think that's actually a sexuality, flexi-sexy. <laughs> so you straight, you gay, like, listen, I'm flexy sexy
1: Here's what he said. As someone who's been preaching the health as well, preaching health as wealth, building Hardhouse felt like the natural evolution of my flexitarian lifestyle and my business ecosystem. I'm beyond proud of this industry-changing restaurant and amazing team behind it. Working tirelessly to create delicious, sustainable food that delivers can't-believe- flavor in every bite. I mean, did he do you think he actually said this or who like do you think he ever said these no. words together?
0: No. No. He wrote a check, but also they're like, yeah, we're opening one location. We have plans for others. Like, no, 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 this is a mom and pop restaurant. This is not like they're like we are a new fast food chain. But then you read the article, you're like, wait, you have w- maybe two restaurants?
1: Maybe two? He's hoping to have 10, but right now he's got one and he's eyeing two others. I would say I would be interested in Kevin Hart serving me. Like I would consider going if I was gar- if it was guaranteed he'd be there.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's how this works, Juliet.
1: I know, I love but what in your the pictures, at. in the pictures, he's handing out the meals, and I'm like, well, I would consider going if Kevin Hart was there.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: I like Kevin Hart. I don't know. He's like pretty remarkably uh, successful. I, I admire it. So I just like excellence. Essentially, is what I'm saying here.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, did you say I just like excellence is essentially what I'm saying here. I just want to make yeah, sure I so heard that correctly. that's Okay, correct. good. Okay, <laughs> good.
1: That's what I said. <laughs> um, Jacoby, it's fall. Like it or not, you're still living the summer lifestyle down, down on your cruise, but it's fall, and therefore Thanksgiving is approaching. You might want to make some alternative plans than turkey because there is a turkey shortage. It is not because of any sort of... Um, uh, supply chain issue, but it is because there was a bird flu outbreak that has hampered production in 39 states. And so turkey prices are soaring as there are fewer turkeys. Um it's not the avian flu, but a different kind of bird flu. <laughs> so
0: I have a lot of thoughts on this. I have some follow up questions.
1: Fantastic. Do you know
0: did you know bird flu was still a thing before you read this?
1: Like it's a bird flu, not the bird flu. So, like, yeah, Copy. birds get flu. It's like being sick but not having COVID.
0: When you saw this headline, did you think that the Ukraine situation would be involved?
1: <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that coming.
0: I did. I was like, it seems like every time there's, like, some sort of thing, there's a shortage. It's like, oh, it's Putin's fault. I'm like, seriously? Like, t- turkeys <laughs> at Thanksgiving?
1: That's, that's Vladimir Putin's fault? It all, it all comes back to the former USSR. Um, I don't really like turkey. It's dry, and it's not really essential to my Thanksgiving. When I was a little kid, I used to prefer prefer ham, which was like kind of weird. Mm. I don't even know like how I got that idea. But like last last year, I'm not sure if my family had turkey. Two years ago, we just grilled, like we didn't even have like a traditional meal. And I really don't care about turkey at all. So like I, I'm good without it.
0: Last year, my wife made two chickens instead of one turkey, and it was. Infinitely better. Like, there's no reason to have turkey. There's only, you only eat turkey once a year. There's only one time a turkey goes in your oven once a year because you're like mandated to its non consensual turkey consumption, which (laughs) I am not a part of. I will eat chicken, it will taste better.
1: I just don't understand why we eat turkey. And I mean, I know why. It's because, like, what, you know, what they had around at the first Thanksgiving or whatever. But, like, that's got to be a lie. I need some proof. I've never really, like, understood this whole meal situation.
0: This is even better. So you think they didn't have turkey at the original Thanksgiving now? You're a, a turkey truther.
1: I just think that the story we've been peddled about Thanksgiving probably leaves a lot out or elides a lot of facts. So I'm going to dig into that before Thanksgiving. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Like, what's the one thing you feel you have to have?
0: My wife makes something called mac and cheese that we call crack and cheese because it is wildly addictive. I've found myself waking up in the middle of the night, going to the fridge and eating it, (laughs) and then not remembering doing so the next day. It is the best thing on our table every single year. My wife also makes collard greens, which are fantastic as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, for me it's pumpkin pie. I like really love pumpkin pie. It's just Seriously? great. Yeah, I love it.
0: I can do without it. No problem.
1: What? Don't need it.
0: Don't need it. I, <sighs> I I rarely eat pumpkin pie. Sometimes I have a small slice, but to me it's more like a topping for my ice cream than it is a dish itself.
1: I just love the texture and with whipped cream it's delicious. All right, let's move on. Um Van Leeuwen is like are, are they hard on cash? What's the deal? Because they keep releasing these novelty flavors. And, like, honestly, I'm sick of it. They are now doing sweet potato casserole. Think, speaking of Thanksgiving, they previously did Gray Poupon. I mean, like, Van Leeuwen, is this really necessary? Just make good ice cream.
0: I 1000% agree with you on this one. What are we doing, Van Leeuwen? Why are we doing this? None of this is going to taste good. It doesn't sound good. And also, like, it's still hot outside.
1: I know. I know. Well, So it's that's like, a what are we doing, ice guys? Cream. <laughs>
0: Last week was pumpkin spice, and this week it's—what What flavor ice cream are we doing? Grape and what?
1: Sweet potato ma- marshmallow casserole.
0: Okay. Mid-November, maybe. Mid-November, maybe, but it is barely September right now.
1: I know. Although I, I'm leaning into fall. I mean, I, also, it's chilly here today in New York, which I'm enjoying. So there's that. Uh, That's good. But you wouldn't know about that. You're just, you're a Disney adult on the cruise now. All right. Next, more novelty from the chains that we know and often love. Chipotle has a headline that says they have released cargo pants made from Chipotle napkins. However, this is a one off where one person kind of made cargo pants made from chipotle napkins but you can't purchase them and there's only one in existence but the thing that was most shocking to me is that this was inspired by a product that was very popular on roblox and as a non-parent i don't understand what roblox is and so i was wondering if you could explain that to me are you serious Yes. My
0: son cares more about Roblox than anything else in the whole entire world. Roblox is the metaverse. It is a platform on which other people create games that other people play, that you can chat with other people. You go on there, you have an avatar. It's the metaverse. But you're going to have a lot more Roblox-inspired things in your life. However, my problem with this is, headline, we made pants from Chipotle napkins. No, you fucking didn't someone did once. And at the end, they literally say, read the end of the article. I'm dumb enough to read this whole thing. At the end, it's like, oh, by the way, you can make your own. Are you fucking kidding me? You want me to go to Chipotle and like stitch napkins together and make zip away pants, which no one needs in the first place? I make a shorter pant decision early in the day. I don't need need that functionality, (laughs) but continue.
1: Here's what it says. This is from Food and Wine. Unfortunately, Chipotle says, for now, they are neither selling these cargo pants nor giving them away as part of a contest. It means your only hope is to try to recreate them yourself. We won't be
0: doing Recreate them yourself? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Um, what? You can't can even win I them in the you? contest.
1: I know. Can I, I reach you the we Roblox We had a
0: $500 million dollar lotto in New Jersey like two months <laughs> ago. They're like, you, not even that level of complication can get you one of these. Mm,
1: continue. Can I read you the Roblox line? Because it's it's stunning to me as someone who doesn't understand this metaverse. These napkin shorts were then added in the Chipotle Burrito Builder Experience in the video game Roblox this past April and quickly became one of Chipotle's most popular virtual items on the platform. Like, okay. That, that, that literally means nothing to me.
0: I It would... We only have a thirty-minute podcast, so we it would take nine me minutes ninety left. minutes. Yeah, it would take <laughs> me ninety minutes to explain Roblox. But essentially, Roblox is a platform on which users can build their own games. So a Chipotle burrito builder game makes sense. But like, like Chipotle
1: probably built that themselves, right? And they're like, "Okay, Quincy, come play this game."
0: Well, I've, I'm, on this Disney cruise, I've seen a lot of people that get uh, brand association um, cultish. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe someone who loves Chipotle built that themselves. <laughs> but I also wouldn't be surprised if Ch- Chipotle themselves built it as well.
1: This is just really, really weird. Um, okay, we need to move on. But this is going to stick with me. Um, you shared a tweet over the weekend that was... Um, the bro- the roasted broccoli with a cult following from the New York Times. I was so glad you shared this because uh, it's actually just a recipe and it is from um, my favorite like New York Times cook. Her name's Alice Slagle and it's roasted broccoli with vine- vinegar mustard glaze. Doesn't say a ton about the cult following, but I can't tell you, I've made many of Ali Slagle's broccoli recipes, and they are excellent. So I believe it.
0: It sounded good. That's one of the yeah. reasons I forwarded it. It was like cult following. <laughs> I'm in. I love cults. And broccoli <laughs> Broccoli with what's a mustard vinaigrette sounds really good.
1: Yeah. A vinegar mustard glaze. And it's extra virgin olive oil and then uh, vinegar and mustard. I mean, it just doesn't get more more straightforward. It's, I'm but sure some it's of the- really good. Some of
0: the details I found interesting. Did you read it? Do not turn the broccoli over.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you want to let it Because that will
0: dry. I would generally turn the broccoli over trying to get even cooked on both sides. Do not do that. Also, I didn't realize that the vinegar mustard glaze was a completely different recipe that you had to click another link to, (laughs) which, (laughs) as you know, I don't subscribe to the New York Times. I finally subscribed to the New York Times, and now I had to pay again to get to the vinegar mustard glaze.
1: It's barely another recipe. Add the butter, vinegar, and mustard to the broccoli on the sheet pan and toss until the butter's melted, scraping up brown bits from the pan as you go. It's so why really do they easy.
0: want $2.99 a month for that? Like that, well, they what they try to upcharge me.
1: At the New York Times app, dot com. The New York Times cooking app is awesome. I use it all the time. So many good recipes. It's actually like, I would say, one of my four most vital apps that I have, more than the New York Times proper. So I, I support it.
0: I don't believe you.
1: I swear. I think I open I know it you more.
0: very well, Julia. You rank things constantly. Like your brain just <laughs> just sort of like ranks things at all times. So you're telling me that you can't name th- four other apps that are more important to your life?
1: Number 1 is Messages, iMessage. Number mm-hmm. 2 is mm-hmm. email. Number 3 is Google Chrome. Number 4 is Instagram. Number 5 is New York Times Cooking. So top 5. Okay.
0: Okay, top 5.
1: It's a solo taste test. Joe Hobie, as as mentioned many times, is on a cruise. However, I'm in the office, and this office has some healthy snacks that I've never tried. And I just thought I would give them a bite to like preview for you when you get back. Also, maybe someone out there would like to have some lakey rice crackers, black rice with sea salt. Um, to the point before, this is very few ingredients. It's just whole grain black rice, sustainably sourced palm fruit oil, and sea salt, and that's it. So it's like a healthy snack. So Let's see if it's worth it. Often healthy snacks, pretty gross.
0: That sounds good though.
1: It's really dry.
0: Oh, yeah. I can hear oh. it. I can hear how dry it is in your voice. You sound different than before you had that in your mouth.
1: I like need a drink of water because it's so dry.
2: <laughs>
0: it's not something I've We're I on a zoom right now for the listeners, and Juliet's face is just stressed. Like, I haven't seen that you in a while. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> The other one is Bada Bean Bada Boom, sea salt, crunchy broad beans. I have to say, I really like beans in general and Ali Slagle in her wonderful cookbook, I Dream of Dinner So You Don't Have To, has a lot of good bean recipes. This is fava beans, sunflower oil, rice flour, and sea salt.
0: I would like right. to propose that Mike Wargon makes the broccoli for next week and we eat it together. Oh I God, want I that, that broccoli. I, love I want that, that idea. broccoli. Why
1: does Mike have I want to join this be- cult. I'll make it.
0: Oh, I'm just not me. <laughs> okay.
1: Thank you for not giving me work. Okay.
0: The Sounds beans are okay. similar.
1: I don't know. The flavoring's is good. The texture is kind of weird. But I'll have another. Right. Okay. Jacoby, when you get back and you're like, wow, I ate so much. I was on vacation on a cruise.
2: Yeah.
1: You should have the bada bean, bada boom beans. They're pretty good. They have a little bit of sweetness to them. I like them.
0: Wow, you can just you can hear my bloat just through my voice from the cruise no, and I appreciate I just, that. that.
1: That's what happens when you go on vacation, you eat. So, yes. On that note, I've never been on a cruise and I'm dying to know what is the food scene like on What's the name of your ship?
0: Uh, the Disney Wish. It's a brand okay. new boat. It just uh, hit the ocean this uh, summer. We're one of the first Voyagers on it, and we're very cool. excited about that. The They have this thing where everyone kind like an all hands on deck, like safety thing when you first get on the boat and everyone's there. And there's a guy named Jimmy. I don't think his real name is Jimmy. He's playing a character named Jimmy, who's our cruise director.
1: Wait, and he wait, said, wait, 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 wait. There's an, a guy playing the cruise director.
0: Yeah, Julia, if, if you stop me every time you have a follow up question, we're not going to, this is going to be a 45 minute podcast. So this guy named Jimmy, he's dressed up like a captain of a boat, but I really think he's an actor playing a guy named Jimmy who's the captain of a boat.
2: And this is what he says
0: Walt to the entire boat. This is what he says. He's like, we'd love to feed you. He goes, if you see it, eat it. And we're like, what? And then he goes, repeat it after me. Like it's the cruise mantra. He into a <laughs> microphone in front of everybody. He goes, and me and my wife are looking at each other like, what did we just sign up for? He goes, if you see it, eat it. And then holds the microphone like to the crowd, like he's usher in like an arena show, like you sing it now. And then everyone yells, if you see it, eat it. And I have just one piece of advice for everyone who's ever going to join a cruise. Don't, don't follow that. Don't do that. There's certain levels of food and quality here, and a lot of it is low.
1: I'm so confused by this mantra. Two minutes. (laughs) I know I'm not allowed to ask too many follow-ups, but like... Did he mean literally anything? Like I don't understand.
0: That is pretty much what he meant. Have you ever seen Wally when like humans turn into like uh-huh. um, o- obese blobs? Obese blobs that just float around on like floating wheelchairs. That's basically like kind of the vibe I got when he said that. So, However, my personal food news from Disney experience is this: we went to a place called the Tusker House in Animal what? Kingdom. The Tusker House, because when you're outside, theme? no you're outside all day going on rides kid's getting tired you need like a you need like an hour of air conditioning and some decent food and it was breakfast and they brought us chicken curry over rice for breakfast and it mm. was phenomenal phenomenal yeah. i've never thought about a curry breakfast before but it was fantastic
1: you know i think the like american demarcation of breakfast is like one of the worst things about americans like open it up like have anything for breakfast you know like why does it have to just be like Eggs and fruit and, like, all this stuff. Like, go for a savory breakfast. Go for it.
0: We had—this chicken curry was fantastic. And I never realized that how much—like, why don't—why do we close breakfast, as you like to say? Let's open breakfast up. <laughs> let's have chicken at breakfast. Why just embryos that haven't turned into chickens yet?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Sometimes I like to have leftovers for breakfast. I'm like, let's just get this out of the way. No, I'm going to be eating this later. 30 Staring seconds. at me in the fridge. I'm just going to have this right now. <laughs>
0: Chicken wow, for breakfast was okay. my big takeaway. Thirty seconds for your food news, um, and an announcement.
1: Uh, here's my personal food news. This past summer, I was going to an ice cream place called the Local Scoop. It was my local scoop, and they had hazelnut whipped cream. And what? I just don't understand why there's not more innovation in the in the whipped cream world. Wow, I know. I know
0: flavored whipped cream.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Really, really good. It was like the Hold reason to on go there. A
0: second. Like a caramel whipped cream? Like a cherry whipped cream?
1: There's so many wow. options. So many ways to go. Strawberry it was really
0: whipped cream? Why isn't there more innovation in the whipped You know how you love your pumpkin pie with whipped cream? Imagine yeah. a pumpkin pie flavored whipped cream.
1: Yeah, I know. And then you just put it on like vanilla ice cream and have it all the time. It was really good. Nutella whipped cream. Delicious. Um, here's our announcement, people. We want to hear your food news, your personal food news. So... You can email us, listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. And then we'll read about it. And we'll also critique your story like it was like a piece of news. So send it in, listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. Can't wait to get your stories. I will certainly post this on my social media as well. We'll mention it in episodes to come, but send it in, listenerfoodnews at gmail.com. But also don't send us like links, like just send us your own stories. Like we want to hear about your own experiences. Links is for Mike to find, you know, don't make his job easier.
0: Exactly. Listenerfoodnews at gmail.com.
1: And on that note, thank you to Mike Bargon for setting this up and for producing this episode. We'll be back next week.